Hi everyone. We've been getting so many questions about potty training, potty training readiness, potty training how-tos, um, that I wanted to do a solo podcast on potty training to kind of walk you through the are you ready, is your child ready, and what are the basics of getting started. So this podcast is for people just beginning or getting ready to potty train, and it's hopefully the breath of fresh air, the deep breath, the pause that says, um, I am my child's partner, helping them to understand their body, how it works, and how to manage their body in a complicated world of diapers and potties and bathrooms and distractions and interruptions. It's also very, very, very much about um, sharing and collaborating this control. Of all the things in the world, potty training is that thing that um, your child has a lot of voice and choice in. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that voice and choice is what we want children to um, grow in confidence in, grow in clarity in, to really know who they are, what they want, and what they need in different situations with different people under all kinds of different conditions and circumstances. So um, let me say straight up that this is about a relationship between you and your child and your child and their body. Um, It is not about um, just getting poop and pee into potties and toilets. This is not just about um, parents deciding it's time to get rid of diapers or that children ought to be ready. Um, All of those shoulds and expectations are going to um, create power struggles, maybe resistance, maybe defiance, and um, over time, Sometimes this horrible thing of withholding um, poop and and really over ch- children overmanaging their bodies because they feel this pressure of um, trying to be successful at somebody else's expectations. Um, in the way of expectations, let me say that parent expectations, grown-up expectations, are invaluable. They help children see what children don't know they're capable of. But they are, they, they are parents and grown-ups approaching with confidence and trust and respect. They aren't parents or grown-ups approaching children with um, coercion, manipulation, insistence. Um, this is really one of the biggest times, other than sleep and food, that parents have to really... Um, manage themselves as they're teaching, guiding, and helping their children. So as many of you know, I've written um, three books on potty training, two for play school. One was the Play School Guide to Potty Training, and the other book that is still very, very much in print and going strong is the Potty Training Answer Book. Um, In both of those, I try to do something that I don't see done in other potty training um, resources, and that is an understanding of children's development, an understanding of the process of learning new skills, 
and learning to master your body, yourself, and the world um, through those skills. It's also a time of understanding, learning strengths, learning styles, and most especially temperament. How children approach new situations, um, new challenges, um, very much shapes how they will approach potty training. And in the book, I also talk about parent temperament because, um, as always, we bring our strengths and natural tendencies to our teaching and to our parenting. Um, so let's take a deep breath, know where we are the same and different from our children, and know how we can support them with our strengths but not get in the way of, um, so, of supporting them because of our own um, nervousness, anxiety, hesitation, or eagerness um, to, 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 to move forward as quickly as possible. So um, in the book, I do talk about temperament. And just remember those easy children, those, that easy temperament um, that's there at birth, uh, our children that embrace change, they embrace novelty, they embrace showing you how successful and masterful they can be. They are eager for responsibility. And once those developmental factors are in place, those readiness factors, then they're ready to run with it. So these are the children that once those developmental readiness factors are in place, they will be potty trained in a weekend. They will be potty trained with, with little effort and frustration for the grown-ups around them. But that's not all children. Um, that's, a, that's a percentage of children. So if your child has been easy with change and novelty, with new foods, with routines, with starting school, with with being adaptable and flexible with, with transitions, then great, you might have an easy time potty training, unless you're in one of those oppositional stages where they have to do things their way. Uh, also, those slow to warm up personalities, um, they are watchful. They might be taking it all in, studying siblings, studying you, studying their friends at school. They might be reading the books, collecting the data, and practicing in their head until they're ready to show up um, with skill and mastery. Uh, then there's the intense temperament, the difficult temperament children. They resist change. They resist things that are not their way and in their control. So with them, you often need that invisible hand, that um, slow, not slow, but respectful, giving them a lot of responsibility and power over themselves, but letting them decide um, when to start, how to do it. Um, while you, as I always say, um, you set up the bumpers like in a bowling lane so that you keep the ball going forward, you keep them going forward, but you, will, you, you take away um, the crazy making stuff that's frustrating to you and frustrating and unsettling to them. But let's also talk about those developmental readiness factors, because um, if you're ready and your child is not ready, then I promise you, you will be frustrated and they will be frustrated and maybe even angry because they want to please you, they want to get this right, and they struggle with 
with not being physically, emotionally, or cognitively ready for this big new challenge of self-mastery and self-responsibility. How do you know a child is ready? The biggest part, and and we're not going to start potty training just when they're ready. We start at 18 months, and I will talk more about that again, but um, but they will not be able to say goodbye to diapers or, or make those big steps um, to, towards potty training until they can stay dry for a few hours. You, When you see a dry diaper, by all means, whether that's before bath time or after nap time, sit them on a potty and say, look, the diaper is dry. You, it's you, The pee is still inside or you haven't pooped yet. I think that poop is getting ready to come out. Do you feel it? Help them read the signs and signals in their body so that they understand their body is something that they are connected to and that they have power and control over. So when they stay dry, um, then you can say, oh, you're holding the pee and the poop in. Now we can choose where that pee and poop goes. It can go in a diaper, or like mommy, daddy, brothers, sisters, classmates, it can go into a toilet or a potty chair. How exciting is that to be able to hear it, feel it, see it, come out of your body? It's really, I want you to, to, to approach this through the eyes of your two-year-old or your three-year-old so that they, so that you know the magic and the power that that they will connect to because all children want to have this skill um, when it's presented to them as something that's coming from within them and with with real developmental accomplishment. So when they can stay dry, when they are holding it, whether intentionally or developmentally, just sort of like, oh, look, my muscles are working. Um, Help them to understand that that is a choice that they make where that pee and poop goes. They also have to be able to communicate. Now, you can help them to communicate because you read their signs and signals. When you see them standing on the side or having a poop or peeing, or you know that they've just peed or pooped in their diaper, put it into words. Put this whole process into words. Talk about you going to the bathroom. Talk about your dogs going to the bathroom. Talk about every animal. Everyone poops. Let's go to the book. Go to the video. Help them understand verbally and then cognitively with language and with thinking that this is something that they can, can look at with words and with ideas about this process that may, they may not be self-aware of. So you're helping to build that awareness and that connection and that relationship to their body and ultimately to the behavior and to the choices that they're going to be making. There's also a social-emotional piece. Now, that's the part in the book where we talk about making friends with the potty chair or with the toilet or with the potty routine. Um, And that's sitting on the potty reading books, sitting with your clothes on or with your clothes off, being part of that whole fun, elaborate routine and experience in bathrooms going to the bathroom. 
flushing toilets, wiping tushies, washing hands, um, putting your pant, pulling your pants back up, pulling your pull-ups back up, knowing that you are masterful. You know, children love putting toys away, helping you clean up. Now again, as always, they like to do it when it's their idea. They like to do it when it gives them a sense of responsibility and power and pride. They don't love doing it because somebody has backed them into a corner and demanded it of them. So you want to have that respectful partnership that says, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you love this experience, love your body, and show me and the world how successful you can be at, at putting pee and poop in potties and toilets. That you want them to be curious and motivated. That has to come from within. Now, then we get to the whole process of rewards and bribes and do you need incentives, external incentives to help children be successful? I use, I, they work. They work short term. But what happens is if you have an over-reliance on the rewards or on the bribes or on the incentives, then your child will often flip that back to you. No, that's not enough. I need a bigger reward. I need you to, to up your ante so that I can show you that I'm in the game with you. They, they become like little mobsters holding you hostage to, to those Hershey's kisses or whatever was your incentive. Um, but, but it can help short term. Oh, you know what? You're putting the pieces of this puzzle together. You're connecting the dots. I can make this easier by saying, if you do this, you know, for the, for, for, for the next few days, I'm happy to recognize and acknowledge it. But be very, very, very careful. Over-reliance on rewards and incentives and bribes pretty much will backfire or will lead to resistance and backlash. Um, even six months later, eight months later, when they realize, hey, um, there's a lot of emotions and manipulation involved with this, so I'm going to play that game instead of the pride and responsibility game. My opinion is also that um, you are going for long-term success. You are going for your child having ownership and responsibility over this. Um, I want you to be a potty partner, and I will talk about that, where you help them to be successful short-term, but the, the ultimate is um, you being there as a constant reminder uh, or a potty chair that appears so that they don't have to hold it until they get to the bathroom or they don't have to manage the moment of, okay, I don't want to stop playing to go to the bathroom or I don't want to go at school or I don't want all the I don't wants. There are so many reasons um, that can sabotage potty success um, that children need to feel a really strong commitment to wanting to do this and, um, and that can easily um, bring back lots of um, regression and accidents and struggles later. So just remember, I believe that you're doing this for the long term. Um, and again, all kids, are, all kids will be potty trained. All kids will figure this out unless there are some developmental or medical reasons. Um, but you also need to know that if you talk to kindergarten teachers around the country, 
for time eternal, there are kindergartners that are still having potty accidents because of the emotional, social, and logistical complexity of being a child in, in a great big complicated world. So um, be patient, be um, supportive, and know that you are here to help your child go forward in this. You are on the same team as them. You are not here um, with demandingness and um, and, and short-term expectations that, that will only frustrate you and your child in the long run. So yes, curiosity and motivation. And then the cognitive is, do they understand the sequence and do they understand the big picture? I'm growing. Um, and with growing means I get to take charge of my body and my world. And it's not always convenient and it's not always easy. Uh, and it's like us going to work. You know, we don't always like to do the things we need to do once we accept the responsibility of a big new world. And that's what potty training feels like to children. So um, that word of caution is to hold the developmental picture, know that this is about your relationship, understanding your child's strength, styles of learning, competence, and, um, and, and how you, as a very particular person, um, can provide support and help to them. And not all parents are the same. Some parents have more patience than others. Some parents um, have more calm than others. Some parents have, um, there's just so much we each bring to this relationship. So it's about your relationship with your child. It's about relationships over control and power struggles. And it is a relationship between your child, his body, and the world. And um, the one thing that I learned that I did not expect writing the potty training books, because when my publisher came to me and said, will you write this book? I was like, of course, you know, we all know how to do this. We all understand the developmental aspects of it. But as soon as I started interviewing parents and gathering those questions and gathering um, the situations that were tripping parents up, that were creating hardship for them and for their child, I realized that it's not just about the developmental process and the developmental skill building and the developmental learning. Um, that's easy. The, the struggle is the power struggle. It is the struggle for control over what we have power and control over and what children have power and control over. So back to those readiness factors, you know your child is ready when you see them understanding the sequence of making pee and poop from within their body, from a biological point of view, from a science point of view, um, when they understand their body and then cognitively they understand um, before it happens um, that that is a choice that they manage and control where it goes um, and then the social and emotional and now I want to grow into this next stage of development. Uh, also in the book, you know, should you rush to do this before a new baby is born, before a move, before starting a new school year? All of those intense situations to me um, 
especially with a, a slow to warm up, watchful or intense child, an emotional, sensitive child, um, that's going to throw them off course and they're going to get sidelined by the emotions and the agenda that you're bringing to this. I think um, you want to, as best you can, create calm and simplicity and clarity around the potty training experience. So um, when you think your child is ready and willing and interested, um, then you start um, doing some some small term, some short term things. You 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 start having some small successes um, after lunch, before bath time, after nap time. You just start showing them that they can put some of the pee and poop in toilets, um, and then say, "Hun, when you're ready to get rid of your diapers." then we can really say goodbye to diapers once and for all, and I will help you put, help you manage your body so that all of the pee and poop goes in the diaper. You can do that with a potty training weekend. You can do that with um, naked noons where you have uh, four hours a day where, you, where your child gets to feel um, the pee ready to come out. You know, diapers do cloud your child's experience of their body. So you want them to know when the pee first starts coming or when they feel that poop that ah, I can do this. Eliminate the distractions. That's when you need to stay home. That's when you need to simplify their routines, um, give them extra liquids, give them foods that, um, that aren't constipating. Watch out for dairy. Watch out for things that, um, that bind them, that, that make stools harder to pass. You want this to be successful. You want them to feel like, oh, this is a breeze. I've got this. Um, if you're a structured person, if you have a child that likes routine and, and really um, structure and um, fast-paced success, then go for the weekend and say, you know what, I think with your best parent knowledge, because truly, if you sit with me or if you sit with a friend and you talk about, um, is my child ready, you know you have a pretty good idea if you really look at all of the factors and put your expectations and agenda on the back burner, then you do know if your child, if you think your child can be successful for this. And then it's your job to help connect the dots so that they can, can start managing this 24-7. Um, and then, and, and you don't have to do it all in one weekend. You don't have to do it all in one week. You can do this um, by mini potty play days. So that, um, and again, that's for the parent that does not want to change um, all the activities that you do in a week. That's for the parent that just wants to fit this in in between. But if that's the case, you need a child who really is flexible and adaptable and does not need consistency every day or for a short period of time in order to master skills and change. So this, this will be so revealing I believe, to you understanding who your child is and how they learn, that if you take absolute um, interest and attention into this developmental stage, you will be prepared to be your child's supportive teacher for the rest of their lives. And, and, and what you will gain 
cannot be gained by hiring somebody else to potty train your child. Um, you know. This is different than training a dog, but even the dog trainers who take your dogs for weeks and then bring them back home, you still have to be the person um, who leads, guides, and stays consistent. So I'm sorry, I wish there was an easy way for somebody else to do this for you, um, but there isn't. Um, But it's worth it. And And it's not so crazy once you set yourself up for a situation that's um, manageable for you and for your child. So I really want this to be about your child loving their body, loving their personal power, and loving this experience. you can always call me or email me, um, and 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 we can do podcasts, and we can do workshops, and we can do coaching on how to fill in those times when it's not fun or where there are blips, because there are. I know parenting and teaching isn't always fun, but for the most part, it's up to you to hold the focus that your child will eventually be successful and that your child can do this. So um, whether you have a plan written down or not, whether you decide to take your child's diapers off for a weekend, for an extended period every afternoon, or just on practice days so that they can understand how this is how the pieces of the potty training puzzle come together. Um, You can can write all this down. You can map it out. You can make a list of what you need, what kind of equipment is best. All of that is in the book. Um, You can talk to your friends. You can, but, but plans need to be flexible and adaptable once you get started because you're always going to learn something you didn't know before. Um, But how do you know that your child can fully participate in this? What are their strengths that help them be ready for pottying? If your child was an early talker or is an avid listener of people, of stories and to people, then his potty training strengths will be verbal. You want to talk about it. You want to explain it. You want to help him put into words how his success will materialize. If your child is a physical risk taker and has boundless energy, then managing his body or her body, running to the bathroom, feeling the poop come, talking to that pee, making it stop, go, stop, go, aiming at, if if you have a boy, standing at that toilet and aiming at Cheerios or putting food coloring or putting targets in there. You make it fun. You make it a physical experience. Um, You make the wiping and the flushing fun. The whole body risk-taking kids want to feel loud and proud in their success. If your child has great imagination, if your child enjoys pretend play, then his strengths will be creative imagination. Oh, and when you sit on the toilet, are you going to sing twinkle, twinkle, little pea, come on out, let it be? I I just made that up. Um, There were songs and games in the book. But imagination, will they put their teddy bears or their dolls on their potty chairs? Will they coach their dolls? 
It's all about matching your child's learning. If your child lights up around other children and plays with them under most circumstances with ease, without conflict, then his strengths are going to be the social ability. Your child is going to want to imitate classmates and brothers and even mom and dad because he understands imitation. He understands that social pull of success. And if your child enjoys solving puzzles and is drawn to books and toys with details and engineering and lines up toys and likes things in their place, then his strength will be cognitive. And so it is about the sequence. It is about predicting. It is about um, making sure that everything fits into the world the way your child wants to see it fit. And so in the book, you're going to see lots of ways to customize your potty training, teaching, and learning to your child's developmental and learning strengths. It's it's really fun to know who your child is and to know how to customize this message so that your child can be successful. Um, I wish you so much success. And I wish you the patience of knowing that um, your child will have accidents, your child will have setbacks, and you're going to help your child um, learn these skills in a variety of situations, learning how to generalize. I believe, you know, make potty training books about your child's bathroom, about the sequence. Make, I mean, you, I'm a teacher. I can make games for, for, for each child in whatever way matches their learning strength. So whether you do it with the intention of a teacher, it's a little bit crazy, I know, or, or just a thoughtful parent that's in tune with their child, find a way Um, to make this make sense for your child. And then what you are doing once the potty training process starts is you look at what is missing in the potty puzzle and and then how do you provide the information, the connection, um, the resourcefulness, the problem solving to, to, to fill in the gaps for what does not come naturally and easily to your child. That's what learning's all about. And you are truly a potty partner. Um, and as I said before, we, we, don't, we start potty training long before the readiness factors are all in place. To me, it's like learning language. You don't start talking to your child when they are ready to speak. You start talking from the very beginning. And so at, I believe at 18 months, When you're changing diapers, you are talking about pee and poop and diapers. You are getting your vocabulary together. You are starting to put together the physical, the emotional, um, the sequence. You're putting together the facts about diapers, potties, bodies, pee, poop, and the world. You are helping your child understand, oh, 
that's how this works. Um, just as you point to airplanes in the sky, you will talk about peeing and pooping. Um, you will talk about where you see bathrooms everywhere in the world, how when you're sitting in a car, mommies and daddies hold the pee and poop even if you have to go. Oh, I feel it. But do I go in the do I go here? No. Um, you make it fun and funny. Um, in the in the play school book and of course in the potty training guide uh, potty training answer book um, what I say is play is the way children learn so you need to bring playfulness humor um, silliness um, all the books the imitation the um, the imagination um, the silly language the potty songs you bring it all to a whole comprehensive experience of your child's body and bodily functions in the world. To me, um, that's what we do for everything. Um, and potty training um, is like the intensive example of um, how children learn everything there is to learn in the world. So um, you immerse them in a positive potty world that isn't scary, that isn't demanding, that isn't coercive. Um, you give them freedom, autonomy, responsibility, ownership over their bodies, um, and then you steer and guide so that they know that you do have an expectation, but it's a developmental expectation um, that you are saying to your child, you got this because this is what it means to grow. This is what it means um, to be... Um, a person who knows how to, 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 to live in a world with other people who don't wear diapers. So it's fun. It's not stressful, um, though there will be a, a zillion stressful moments, I know. So um, you know where to find me. It's Karen Deerwester on Facebook. Um, my email is karen at familytimeinc.com if you have some specific potty training questions. And don't forget, on the website, on familytimeinc.com, you can just search on the articles page for a potty training. And there are many, many, many excerpts from the book, as there are excerpts from the book on the book pages on the website. And the book is the Potty Training Answer Book, available everywhere um, your favorite books are available. And um, as always, you got this and you're not alone. And for your child, you got this, and I got you. Um, they are not alone. We've got them, and we can help them with any struggle, any challenge, any frustration, any mistakes. Have a wonderful week, my friends. Um, as always, I appreciate you listening.